This is where the fun begins. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. Can't lose! King Kong ain't got shit on me! Oh my god! Okay, it's happening! Everybody stay calm! What's the Everybody procedure, everyone? What's the procedure? Stay calm! Say my name. And here we go. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Grab your snacks, get your popcorn ready. It's about to get realish. Uh, I uh, this is a, a different uh, setup to the, today. This next episode. Um, if a lot of you are aware of a former show that uh, I was on before called No Chase Home Society, uh, you're in for a special treat. Um, I got my brother here with me, uh, Chris Ali. What's going on, bro? What's up, B? What's going on? Good to Rest see you. Good family. to see you. OT, yes, sir. Yes, sir. You out of retirement, man. Yes, sir. Hey, that's the only way to do it, man. Only way to yeah. do it. So if you guys are not familiar with No Chase Film Society, I strongly uh, suggest you go listen to it. It's uh, up on everywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, we didn't have any video for it, but um, uh, check it out. It's a great listen. And uh, shout out to Roland. Roland was our one of our biggest uh, supporters. So uh, yeah, none of y'all know who that is. Roland Flowers. But that's that's one of our that's our family so shout out to you roland thanks for listening um so yeah man um but before we get into anything um we're gonna just want to remind you guys to follow us on all social media platforms that's ots media co and ots media on youtube make sure you hit that like button subscribe and hit that notification bell uh to get updates when we post anything new we uh we're gonna get into a little bit of what we used to do with no chase um kind of you know go back and forth on what we what we watched recently and just random banter and then as you already know um uh, from if you've clicked on the video or you looked at the um description we are going to go ahead and uh get into a classic a cult cult classic no chase uh, oh my god I'm sorry uh <laughs> Scarface. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm all over the place right now, but we're gonna it's been a discuss. Long time, it's been a, it's been a minute, man. It's been, it's been a minute. minute. But our our feature presentation today is gonna be Scarface, uh, starring Al Pacino. Uh, if you have not seen it, I suggest you uh, stop this right now or pause it. Uh, go find it. It's on Amazon Prime. Uh, it's a great movie, and come back and listen to this episode. Um, but before we get into our feature presentation, Chris. Bro, what you been watching, man? Because I know there's a lot of great things Shit, out man. there. We got about two years to catch up on. We got a long uh, time, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, though, D, I haven't, I haven't watched a whole, whole lot, man. Uh, yeah. Like I said, life's been life, so yeah. Handling that, uh, I've, I've, I've gotten a few movies in, you know, over the years, over the last couple of years. Uh. What'd you check out? Um, I want to say recently the, the newest that I've seen that's worth talking about would be uh, they, they Swung Tyrone. Yo, you know, I still haven't gotten into that. Yeah, I keep forgetting about that movie. Yeah. Um, but I definitely want to check that out. I know that's one that's been uh, talked about a lot. But was that was that a good one? Um, It's a good movie. I'm going to say it's a good movie. Okay. Um, I, I, 
I'm gonna say this as well though. It reminded me a lot of uh, Black Dolomite. No, is that what oh. Dolomite. Don't not Dolomite. What's that? Black Dynamite. Black Dynamite. I said Black. Dolomite. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ain't that some shit? No. <laughs> hey man, but, I was actually but, thinking about you the other day with that too because uh, I had thought about uh, I had thought about Dolomite. Yeah, and and yeah, you guys actually need to listen to our episode covering that the original and the uh, the new one. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I was watching. I was thinking about watching that again because that was an amazing. Dolomite film right or the Eddie Murphy Dolomite is my name. No, Dolomite, the original. Dolomite, Dolomite. The original, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking about watching that again, just because of how... And I think I want to talk to you a little bit about that, too, with uh, Scarface, Um, you know, with the... Uh, how, should I, how should I say it? The acting, in terms of, like, back then, how acting was with, you know, choreography and all that stuff, mm-hmm. that bad choreography. That's what that's what I was thinking about with, with Dolomite. And... Okay. um. Yeah, man, that that's that's some funny stuff right there. I, I love that movie. That's probably that's it's, probably one of the, it's best. the best. It's one, it's one of those best, one of those good, terrible movies. Yeah, it is. It is. I I enjoyed that it's one. That was a good movie. one. Yeah, I actually changed my um, I changed my uh, gamer tag to Dolomite oh, <laughs> after, we, after we watched that. That was, it was just good, man. It was just a good movie. I yeah, mean, it's, I love it's, it. It's a, it's a good movie, man, for a lot of good reasons. But yeah. one of the reasons is definitely not story quality. You know what I mean? Not at all. Not as at all. As, not as at all. <laughs> story value and, and acting, yeah. you know, craftsmanship. You're not gonna get mm-hmm. none of that. But uh, nah. the, the 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 look of uh, achievement, the desire mm-hmm. for achievement, mm-hmm. um, just 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 the grit. Of, of mm-hmm. determination, so to speak. I'll just say like that. The determination yeah. to actually make a movie is mm-hmm. all over Dolomite. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. For sure. It's just, it's just a good movie when it comes to really um, grassroots, uh, art tour type filmmaking. Dolomite yeah. probably has to be, in my opinion, you got to put it up there in, in I don't want to say top 10. <laughs> Definitely top 20. <laughs> If I had yeah. any top twenty, yeah. you know, uh, alt- uh, uh, altruistic, uh, yes. grassroots, independent, basically independent filmmaker. Yeah, probably one of the top twenty greatest independent films of the night. For sure, for sure. I mean, and and that's a, that's a I big, know that's a big statement. I know. No, I yeah, no, and, and yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it's one of those that you. It's one of those that I think independent filmmakers need to watch um if no one you know if you guys in the audience aren't you know fully uh uh, uh aware um i think i could i could i think i could still consider myself a filmmaker i'm not sure if i you know because i haven't been in that industry in a, in a while uh, in terms of being on set and stuff like that but yeah. that's how chris and i met we we are both uh independent filmmakers um and I know that we've discussed it a couple of times on this show already, um, what's been going on with the strike. But from your perspective, what's, what is it? Because I know there's a lot of stuff that's been coming out 
lately, but it seems like there's there's about to be like this dry spell because of the strike. Mm-hmm. Um, what what is it like for you with it? Like, are you going back to watching like old things because we're getting to that point where things are slowing down, or do you are you still like finding new things to watch? I'm a little bit of both. Uh, I just joined the uh, Suits Renaissance, the TV show Suits. That seems to yeah. be getting a new, uh, a new following on Netflix. Yeah, um, I'm yeah. definitely one of those. My son turned me on the Suits. Okay. A months ago. Okay. So uh, that's what I was watching earlier today, actually. So okay. um, I, I, I pretty much, I mean, Suits is is, is typical TV. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's got it's it's it's, it's definitely got its TV beats to it, but it's mm-hmm. pretty good storytelling and the acting's decent. So. That's that's yeah. what I've been watching as far as the old shit. Um, yeah, new stuff. Like I said, I mean, they clone Tyrone was probably the newest movie I've seen. Okay. And again, it was good. It was, but I would say with they clone Tyrone or whatever it is, um, it, it's not unique. You see what I'm saying? Okay. The story is yeah. unique. We we've kind yeah. of seen this before. Particularly with Get Out, you know, Get Out kind of touches on a little bit of that. Um, okay. And it's, it's it's another movie that they had that that uh, covert, uh, you know, they they've done something to the niggas type of type of plot where they they <laughs> spike and some shit to fuck with niggas. Yeah. Type of shit. Uh, so that, that's kind of what Tyrone is. is, is <laughs> Um, oh man, yeah. So like I said, I've seen I've seen that story before. Like that that that, that yeah. story, that nature of story is not new. But Jamie mm-hmm. Foxx was good in it. Jamie Foxx was being Jamie Foxx. So yeah, um, he delivered, yeah. which he which mm-hmm. he all which he always is going to be. Uh, Boyega, yeah. I think his name is who who starred in it. Mm-hmm. Starred in it. I can't think of his first name. I think his last name is Boyega. Oh, um, John Boyega. John Boyega. Yeah, Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was very yeah. good. And the actress, uh, I want to say Tiana Harris. I could mm. be totally butchering her name. But okay. um, she was the young lady in uh, Charette. Spike Lee's Charette. Oh, yeah. You know oh, what's funny? You told me about movie. that movie. You told yeah, me about yeah, that movie. I still I haven't watched it. I wasn't sure. <laughs> Yeah. But um, nah. yeah, the big Tyrone is probably the newest I've seen. And I've got, I just got into Suits. Are you familiar with Suits? I'm familiar with it because um, I think it used to come on uh, the USA Network. Yeah, like, USA. I think it was like around the same time, maybe like before or after um, Monday Night Raw. So when I was yeah. big into wrestling, I, I, would, I would watch that. But I, I would see that come on or going off. And I, never, I never paid any attention. I didn't even. I think, <laughs> I think back then I was, I was like... Uh, into a lot of the AMC shows like Breaking Bad and um, yeah. The Walking Dead, those yeah. things. So I, I, USA Network never turned me on to any of their shows. I, I I never, outside of Raw, I just never watched any of the others. The other programs. I didn't either. I didn't really yeah. follow USA shows at all either. Um, yeah. This doesn't seem um, like a USA show. Uh, a USA, a US, a USA <laughs> show. Um, okay. Watching it through Netflix because Netflix has the first eight seasons. I think the okay. last season you had to stream it through Peacock, but um, oh, okay, 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 yeah. But the last, yeah. the first eight seasons, you can you can watch on Netflix. 
And Watchmen yeah. is definitely a lot better than the Watchmen once a week. I yeah, would. no, I I think, but we've we talked about this again on uh previously on on a couple of episodes prior to this, but the I think that that binge format is starting to kind of like lose its its uh, attraction. I think a little bit. I think so. Um, I think so. I think we're gonna go back to the old um old format of episodic releases because you see well, hbo is doing it oh no yeah I think, yeah i think the binge not with that. everything not with everything but uh-huh. i think like with like premiere things so like for example with hbo um uh the last of us or um what was that show? game of thrones mm. those are those are weekly releases and then of course you can binge watch it after um after the episode drops but um I think we're going to end up going back there. Uh, this this strike to me is kind of like shaking up a lot of things uh, within Hollywood now. So I think mm-hmm. there's going to be certain things that like, and I was telling the guys uh, about this too. But I think that for independent filmmakers, this is this is their time to shine um, because you have platforms like Tubi, which people you know it's it's a laughing stock. Honestly, Tubi is is funny but it's successful right like there are a lot of movies on there that are trash but it's it's really good for filmmakers independent filmmakers and i yeah. think that it's it's one of those um platforms that people need to take advantage of um because you're able to cut the middleman out and go straight straight to streaming right, right. um but you know i think um like this time period it's very weird uh, to me because I was looking forward to a lot of these movies coming out and they got pushed back. Um, so now what, I'm what, finding what? myself. Well, so I knew Deadpool three was 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 just starting production, really, and I was excited about that. But I already knew it was going to take like maybe like a year and a half for them to you know finish the whole, whole film. Now you got to wait another what probably another additional year to that um for it so that was one and then uh i was looking forward to the um the game of thrones spinoff um house of dragons mm-hmm. that one i was i've been looking forward to i'm not sure the if they strike, i don't think, the strike, think they, strike they, effect, the strike effect those shows i think i think it definitely did with house of dragon but yeah deadpool for sure deadpool 3 got they they had a they had a halt production they had a halt production yeah, and it was like they had just started, maybe like two weeks, maybe not even that. Probably like under under two weeks, they were just just getting started. So, you know, I I for me, I've been kind of like going back and watching some old things that I never got into. Um, I know you're gonna be shocked about this one, but I never saw True Detective, and I never got into The Wire. I never got into one of those. Oh really? Okay. All right. I, uh, I, I, never got, I, I you know what? I've been too, I've been too, I've been playing with the wire for years, bro. Yeah. For years I've been playing with watching the wire. I haven't I haven't done it. Let me tell you one reason why. It's because at one point in time, everybody I knew watched the wire. Everybody <laughs> I knew, right? Yeah. So I was around so many people that would talk about the wire all the time. I heard yeah. so much about that show over a However many years it ran, I feel like I mm-hmm. watched. It. Right, 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 right. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
So I just yeah. been slow to get around it because I know about Snoop. I know about uh, mm-hmm. the homo thug, uh, my man that died, rest in peace. Uh, who mm-hmm. was homo oh, thug? um, um I think he was like I the first homo thug to, to really be on, uh, on, on TV. I don't, like, I don't know. I forget. Why am I blanking on his name? Omar was his name on the show, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, I know who you're talking about. I mean, the guy who um, OD'd on... Yeah, um... three names, I think. But anyway, uh, rest in peace I... to him. But, you know... I, 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 I love him, too. He was good. Show, yeah. I know so much about the show. I know it doesn't uh, replace actually watching it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It just, seemed, it just seemed, you know, a little bit watered down to me now that I've heard so much about it. I'm going to get around to it eventually. Um, yeah. I... Uh, True Detective. True Detective. Now, I'm trying to understand yeah. that show. Okay, so that show essentially has different characters playing or different actors playing the same characters? Just that I don't know seasons? yet. I think it's different so seasons. I so I, one season, it was Woody I, Harrelson and... I just uh, finished that. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, that's okay. the first season. I just finished okay, that so one. So those are two characters, right? Mm-hmm. Now, it's another season with Mar- Marshall Ali. Marshall Ali. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marshall Ali, excuse me. And yeah. somebody else. I don't know who it is. Yeah, I think he's in the third season, if I'm not mistaken. I haven't so started the second playing, one so yet. These are different, so it's like some James Bond shit, where like you got the character, like the character stays the same, but the actor can change. Is that If I'm not mistaken, I think they're different stories. I don't even think they're the same characters. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah. That's, that's my assumption. That's my assumption, because I, I had like, I'm. I've just finished the first season. I haven't been able to start the second season yet, so I don't know. I didn't know if they continued the story through the second season or not. Um, but that's that's a show that I've been trying to get into for for like two or three years. Because I was going to start it when the pandemic started. Okay. Then I just I just forgot about it. I just had no like interest in it at at first. But I mean, it's a very uh, intriguing story. I think it's. It's weird. It gets weird, but it's it's an it's an intriguing story. I'm not I'm not gonna say run out. It's a must watch. I remember. But... I mean, I've heard about it. I re- I remember watching um, trailers for it, the trailers for it. But yeah, 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 yeah. I, and I remember the the Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson season was a big season, so it was a big deal. And mm-hmm. then I do realize that another a whole another actor came along playing. Yeah, I thought it was those same roles. So I, yeah, I didn't know nah. the story, but I, 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 you know, it's not on, it's not on the top of my list to catch either one of them. Honestly. Yeah, no, no, I feel you on that one. I feel you on that. But Matthew McConaughey, I will say, did a phenomenal, and Woody Harrelson too. But Matthew's, okay. uh, Matthew did a phenomenal job with his character. Man, like, I mean, you're right. I, I already knew, you know, how good of an actor he was. But I think, like, television allows you the ability to, um, to go deeper into your character. Right. right like you're essentially playing depending on the the uh, the season length you're you're playing with about like eight to ten hours worth of material right mm-hmm. and i think there was a, a a certain level a certain depth that he went to with with his character development in that show that i had not seen from him in film mm. and i thought it was i thought it was very intriguing that that i did like that i really did like um uh, Sylvester Stallone did the same thing with um, Tulsa King. Have you checked that out or heard, heard about, about that? This. You watched it? 
I haven't finished the season, but it's it's good. It's I mean it's Sylvester Stallone. You know, Sylvester is the same character in every movie, the same way yeah. The Rock is the same character in every movie, but you could see there was a certain depth that he went to with that character that he wouldn't have been able to in film. And that I can appreciate. I didn't, um, I know, I think he's, he talked about like how grueling of a process it is to do television. Um, Mm -hmm. If I'm mistaken, I think that was his first project on television. Um, And he, you know, he said it was a very grueling process and he didn't know if he wanted to do it again or not. Um, But what I saw was was really good from him. I I that I did enjoy. That was that was a good show. Okay, that's it. Well, at least from what I saw. That's one of the ones I did want to check out. You talk that's on Paramount, right? Yes, yes. That's one of the ones I had listed to check out. Yeah, and I think this um I think this this strike is going to end up forcing a lot of these platforms to kind of combine because we've already seen some merges um happening over the last year or so, but. Like I was looking through Paramount Plus, Stars. Um, what was another one? Uh, it was Paramount Stars, and I think there was I wanted to say it was Peacock, mm-hmm. but a lot of these platforms, like they just have something that can like grab you for a moment, but not force you into like a year long subscription. Like I just canceled right. Stars, man. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get stars again until um Raising Canaan comes back because that show was amazing. I don't even think it's stars anymore. Hmm? I think it's called something else now. Stars? Yeah, I think MG is it MGM or something else? Oh no, oh, it's MGM no that's Plus. uh that's uh MGM is it used to be Reels, I think. It's just called Reels. Reels. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, but stars stars is cool for like a oh, time, yeah. but like Sega. Yeah, stars is still the same. Yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 good, but like um like 50 Cent is running that, right? So it's like without his shows, I like I'm definitely not paying for it. I don't think he so, stars no more. He's not. He's been he's been he's been uh cussing him out for like a year now. So yeah, I'm, I wouldn't be <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked to see him. Man. Yeah, he's gonna he's eventually gonna pull his stuff from them, I think. But you know, he's got them running so I, I like I wouldn't I wouldn't mind seeing a lot of these these companies merge because the prices are going up on a lot of them anyway. They're trying to recoup. Um but I think a lot of them are trying to recoup something that was like a blip. So like the pandemic forced people to get, you know, more subscriptions and stuff like that and then over a period of time and then all of a sudden, you know, everybody's going back to work. There's there's subscriptions that you're gonna cancel. And right. I think that that's what they end up seeing, and that's why they're raising prices because they want to get back to that, you know, uh, that 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 outlier, and that, that wasn't gonna that without the pandemic, that wasn't gonna happen anyway. So, mm-hmm. um, I would like to see that happen. That's one thing I want to see come out of this strike is the mergers take place. We have fewer places that we're subscribed to, but you have more content. Mm-hmm. And that, of course, the writers and actors get paid. You know their residuals. Um, that'd be great. That'd be great to see. That'd be great to see because I mean, you know, I, I think the major hangup again is that they don't want to. They don't want to share their uh, their profits because 
I don't think they're making as much as they're as they're claiming to make. Mm-hmm. But I don't think a lot of these programs, shows, or movies are are actually as popular as people think they are. Right? right. Like you can see that some of these movies are like charting on 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 the platform top ten of the week or whatever whatever it is. But that doesn't mean they're actually like making a profit. That just means that people are checking it out, and you know, it's not. It might not be as many people as you think are are watching. So I think that's one of these reasons why they don't want to divulge because the 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 stock market is going to definitely plummet with that. You know, so I don't know. I I, I am uh, glad about the strike, but I hate it at the same time. I so what, the same what, time. one of the things that I heard that I think uh, is really what's really holding the strike up. And I want to get your opinion on this since you mentioned it. Is mm-hmm. that they're 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 glitched or they're held up or whatever over the issue of the AI. You heard about that? The AI. The AI, shit. yeah. The AI shit. Yeah. What, yeah. what do you think about that, man? And because I know you're a uh, you know me and you're on two different two different sides of the spectrum when it comes yeah. to Marvel uh uh this comic book shit. Even though I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I a couple yeah. of them I do like. I have like particularly the Batman stuff. The Batman yes. stuff, I I'm, I got a bias for. Uh, yeah. Most of that shit, I, I can do without. But it seems mm-hmm. like that, with that, with that genre or that lane of movies making all that money, making probably more money than any other genre out here, mm-hmm. they found a way to loophole, um, not paying some of these actors. Yeah. By yeah, you know, pretty much selling their rights, their image rights over to to them to make these Marvel movies, whether they want to participate mm-hmm. in them or not. Or whether they're dead yeah. or alive, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, what, yeah. What, what are you? What, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I think that it was two things, right? So, it's it's the AI, but um, it's also the fact that they have to pay the uh, well the um, oh my god, graphic designer, the graph graphic. Uh, guys that are over graphics, they're um they're now uh, I think they're about to be unionized right now. So, uh, this is twofold for for at least with with Disney and um how Marvel goes about their business mm-hmm. because they're gonna get hit from two different angles. So like they're gonna end up having to pay the designers more because they were they were demanding so much from them, uh, through production that. You would see, especially in this last phase of MCU, you saw the the decline in quality on in the movies, right? And I I I kind of think that was a, a good thing for them. Now for for Disney, it sucks because of course you got the the end going to end up having to pay for them. But the AI thing, I, I think, it sucks too because they're trying to do AI for writers, but they're also trying to do AI for background uh, uh, actors. And I think, now, how I think what is one of those things? Wait, wait, so wait, with, with writers, you mean you got you got artificial, you got AI writing the shit? Yeah. So basically, like you have one or two humans in there working with the AI, like to get brainstorming and all that stuff, and then develop the story out. AI, especially like like engines like chat jet chat gpt i can't even talk to them my bad um but engines like chat gpt can develop a whole outline for you and like it's cool 
is cool, but there's no like you still need that human element to um to to develop it, right? And I think that that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to cut down on the many on the amount of writers in the room. Use Chat GPT, and then kind of like just have like a few of them in there. Oh wow! I see it from I see it from both perspectives. From right. a business perspective, that is smart as hell. I like I can't even get mad at that. It makes right. sense to cut down on your costs, right? Like I see it, I get it. But in terms of the quality of what you're getting on the output, it's not that good. It's not that good. So to me, that's where it's like you can you can somewhat leverage it, but I don't know how you can. Like we're honestly, I don't think you're gonna get away from without using AI. Like I think for filmmakers like us, you don't want to see it happen. Right. But the the age we're in the information age, right? So like where we are right now, we can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. Like we already know too much, mm -hmm. right? And with AI being a, a tool that you can use, like it'll work, it will be good, but at the same time, it's gonna suck because for us, we're gonna be put out of a lot of rooms. We will. And, and, and you can't speak about you can't create stories from a perspective as as a robot. Mm -hmm. Like a robot can't can't discern, you know, or decipher feelings and emotions and stuff like that. It can decipher um, between, you know, different uh, uh, situations, right? Like you can you can like it can output and say like this this that and the other can happen, but mm -hmm. you're not able to develop the story, and that's where the the humans the human aspect comes into play where they will develop the story. I hate it, to be honest. I do hate it. But again, I think that this is one of those times where like, it's cool to be in the union, but I'm, I'm glad I never got in the union. Because to be honest, now, you know, a show like this can be put onto a network without having to go through any checks and balances, right? Like if a network saw this show and was like, "Hey, we, you know, we want we want to bring a show on, do a, a leasing deal, a licensing deal with you on, on the show," we don't have to answer to a union, right? Like we can just, especially in this in in this time, we're not like behind the pickets picket line and all that stuff. Hey, we can just go ahead and go make a deal, strike a deal, make money, right? Like that's that's the part of it that I like as an independent filmmaker. I think that it's better to be independent than to to be in the union so, so the union not actors would hate us but <laughs> oh for sure oh no no, no they would that's that that's a, that's a, that's a sad part about it too because like you have people on both that that you know that are on that side but it's like at the same time how can you pass up a deal yeah i'm not i'm not passing up a deal <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I mean, if I, someone I, I came to me and it. said they wanted OTS shows on their network, they're going to be on the network, right? Licensed, but they're going to be on there, right? And like, I'll, I'll lease it. Whatever want to interview with us, <laughs> <laughs> they'll they'll come. They'll come around. They'll get out of their feelings. <laughs> oh no, man! I mean, they take that shit pretty serious, but they do. They do. I mean, I, I think it's one of those things about about the AI acting talent. Um, yeah. How 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 does that how does that work from your vantage point of view? So yeah, you get the imaging. You can, you can, right? you can pretty much sign up and act in one 
movie particularly, say one Marvel movie, so to speak. But if you ever choose not to ever want to be in the movie again, or you die or some shit, they still have rights to your image. Your image, your yeah. AI image, pretty much to continue the story. So they'll, you know, you know how like two K does the the three D scanning. Yeah, it's same similar thing. Like yeah. they would take, they would scan your face, and then they can then put that face on any uh, imaging model that they want. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You get a one-time check. That's it. That's it. That's it. And it cuts you out from residuals from any other project. If Disney owns that likeness, that image, they can use it for eternity. It does not matter. You had you sold you you signed your rights over to them. So there's nothing you can really do. Like you can you can be mad all you want, but it sucks. <laughs> that's the thing about that's the thing about it, man. Like it does suck. I get it. It does yeah. suck, but um, that's the pushback right now. And I I don't know, I don't know where we're going with this with uh, with this strike. Honestly, I don't know what what's well, going to happen because it's a standstill, man. Like this, and that's that's why I, I tell people all the time it's going to be like an, at least another year. Well, I I I can't see like honestly. How are you going to tell these big major corporations that uh you know that they need to do X Y Z at this point? Mm-hmm. They don't have to. Like I get it. I think that they should pay the actors and writers. I think they should. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, when you're in a you're at this point where like they're not going to do it and you're not going to work, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna do a standoff. And then they got to figure out another way to to get projects on and stuff like that. I think again, I, I told someone this before, um, but I think this period, this time period, this strike is going to do something similar to what was it, oh eight strike, where the reality TV boom came into play. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I think that's what's going to end up happening with this. It's going. I think it's going to end up being that because this is happening, a lot of people that have podcasts are going to get pushed out. They're going to get pushed into this, elevated into this position where they're able to get paid for their things. Like you just see, you just saw what, what Cameron and Mace did, right? With their sports show. Mm-hmm. They're not unionized. Mm-hmm. They're able to do that. They got paid a lot of money for that show. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. They just got paid a good a lot a good amount of money for for that show. Um, for me, with the show, I, I didn't know it. it called, yeah, it's called "It Is What It Is." Yeah, it is what it is, and I think I don't know where they're gonna be like, uh, uh, hosting it primarily, but they just got they just got a good check. They just got a real nice check. So, cool. you know, that's how that's how this game works, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it works. Thing, yeah, that's yeah. Thing. It's a it's 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 demand. Whatever's in demand. So, yeah, I think it's gonna I think it's gonna yeah, be a good time for podcasts. You know, shout out to all most the actors, definitely all the talent, man. That, that's that's taking that stand. Um, I saw Cheryl Lee Ralph uh, on Instagram yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess they were doing some type of rally, and, and she was real. Real passionate man. Um, yeah. Speaking on behalf of the craft, 
Christina Arnold. Um, yeah. I made a made a statement. She was on the picket line, and uh, yeah. she was pretty much stating her position. Like she's pretty much been an entertainer all her life, you know. Mm-hmm. In the yeah. And um, I think she said one of her residual checks was like was like thirty two cents or some shit like. That. Mm-hmm. Like the paper, yeah. it wasn't even worth the paper it was printed. You know, yeah, that's that's yeah. the reality for for these actors. So yeah, um, we're not making light of, of, of the situation. Not at all. Like it's, it's, not it's, at all. Yeah. Um, we just you know hope they get everything they want. And uh, I they, hope they're they able really to everything they deserve yeah. at this point. It's really yeah, not what they want. Everything they deserve because the yeah. writers and the actors that's that's the backbone. I mean, that is essentially the the, the blood of the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. They are, are at the bottom of the totem pole when it comes to the, the resources. So we stand with yeah. them. Yeah, we stand. Oh, with most them. definitely, most definitely. I would I would love for them to get paid. I just at, at this point I don't know. It, it every both sides have a good argument. That's just how I see it. Both sides have a really good argument, and when you have two sides that have a great argument, I don't know where you go from there. Yeah. I just I just don't know what happens at that point. You know, I I hope they're able to 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 come back and, and renegotiate. Um, the, these companies owe it to them, but honestly, I, I, at the end of the day, I, I don't know if it's going to end up happening. Right. So that's the sad part about it. You know, but yeah, maybe maybe from this point on, actors and writers will take more you know, into account when it comes to signing these contracts. And yeah, you you put it in, you know, you want a specific percentage in residuals and and what's 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 the what's the real solid fact that that everybody pretty much needs to realize is that the entertainment industry has been built on bullshit since the beginning. You From know, the like beginning. there's always little avenues within the entertainment industry, where the, the upper hand, uh, the man, the white man, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it, <laughs> yeah, you know, he 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 always had his his loopholes, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying tied tied into mm-hmm. pretty much everything. The music industry, the entertainment industry is no different. So yeah. now you got talent now, man, that's starting to realize, like, look, you know, like I'm not getting what I'm worth, and right. you know, this is not a benefit to me if my children can't eat off of this when I'm gone, you know. Exactly. They can watch exactly. me on TV, you know, four or five times a day, but they can't yep. get the money off of me. Like a lot yep. of a lot of entertainers, rightfully so, have said, "Nah, enough of this." You know, we, we don't. Yeah. Want, we don't yeah. Stop. And, and I stand yeah. with them. I really do. It's just about applying. I think it's just about applying the old TV model to the new age distribution, like. If you're able to, I think if you're more so able to do something like that, I think you'll be able to. To I think everybody, everybody can eat. Like that's mm-hmm. that's the reality of it. Every there's enough for everyone to eat. It's just that they just don't want to to feed. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want to share. I put it like that. More so like that. They don't want to share. And and the one percent type shit. Yeah, yeah. That's kind. Of, that's just kind of what it is. But um. All right, man, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. Uh, We're going to discuss the 1983 film Scarface starring Al Pacino and Michelle Pfeiffer. We'll be right back.
Hey, what's going on, guys? It's your boy Dwayne from Pastor Ox and Life's a Botch Podcast. I'm coming to you with a real dope advertisement if you got a moment. Can we do that? Peep this. Yo, you tired of that uncomfortable feeling with your undergarments? You know what I'm talking about. Like, literally having to adjust so it gets real comfortable in between the, you know, the real safe space. Or maybe just wedgies from just going underneath, you know what I mean? All that, all that. Let's keep it in 100. Y'all know how I'm feeling. Y'all know how that feeling goes. Well, I want to introduce to you the ultimate solution coming from the number one premium and fit athletic wear just for you. I'm talking about none other than Champ Number One Boxers. Champ Number One Boxers is a black-owned underwear brand, okay? They literally specify in giving you the most top-notch, high-quality, premium, adjustable, and fittable, and totally comfortable undergarment wear that is just for you. Not only is it something that you can wear, feel good in, feel confident in, and love, but it's also high quality, feels good, and on, most importantly, it is definitely fashionable, okay? Comes in a different, wide variety of so many different styles and themes to these undergarments. Something to make you look good, feel good, and swag real good in the process, all right? So, again, did I did I get to mention that this is also a black-owned brand? It's a black-owned brand, y'all, so if nothing else, definitely go support that 100%. So, what I want to do is I want to tell you, Head on over to OTS Media Co. on all social platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. If you go over, you click the link in the bios, it'll take you straight to the Champ Number One Boxers website. You can check out all their styles, you can check out their bundle deals, you can check out why this brand exists, what it's all about, and trust me when I say you do not want to miss out on the types of opportunities going on right now on the site. Champ Number One Boxers. Make sure you do it for the champ in your life if you ain't already doing it for yourself, champ, all right? Champ number one boxers, make sure you go cop those, all right? All right, all right, welcome back, guys. Uh, so as we said before, we are discussing the 1983 film uh, Scarface starring Al Pacino and uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, directed by Brian... De Palma. I didn't realize until right now Oliver Stone was a writer on this yeah. film. Yeah. That's interesting. Did not know that. Yeah. Um, but just a quick synopsis uh, from IMDb. This is how short this thing is. Uh, in 1980, uh, in 1980 Miami, a determined Cuban immigrant takes over a drug cartel and succumbs to greed. So all right. If you guys have again, if you have not watched this film, please hit pause and go watch it. Come back, listen to this because it's going to be a phenomenal breakdown. Um, this is a movie that Chris has seen probably more times than I've watched The Matrix, and I've seen multiple times and love. Um, Chris, why don't you actually uh, give give me your thoughts first on this film? Because we're not, we don't have to go in the you know the order chronological order of the film but just your overall thoughts of the film and then we can kind of like go in depth on different things okay well uh you kind of touched on am i on mute no no you good oh it says mute in the corner okay that's good um you kind of touched on it earlier you know just the synopsis of the film uh cuban immigrant uh played by an italian that's the hollywood way but uh, 
Al Pacino in one of his early uh one of his yeah. early breakout roles. This is after The Godfather and uh a couple other roles he had, particularly mm -hmm. uh, after The Godfather, but this was one of his um uh, one of his uh breakout roles that actually a lot of people um probably, you know, are the younger years, you know, which this movie was actually I was two, two or three years old when this movie actually came out. So I was still swimming. Yeah, yeah, you were still in the sack, man. But <laughs> yeah, like I, I, I only been here about maybe two or three years, so <laughs> I didn't experience the culture, right? Of when this movie came out, but um, if you do the research, a lot of people uh, don't know this movie was actually not successful when it when it first dropped. It yeah. was another box office uh, hit, and um, a lot of the critics didn't like this movie. This movie yeah. actually. Um, got a resurgence of fans and this cult-like attention pretty much based off of the black community, the hip-hop community. Um, mm -hmm. In the late 90s, early 2000s, I want to say, this movie yeah. really developed. Uh, maybe a little bit before then, because I remember watching it before then, but this movie really took on a new identity due to the mm -hmm. hip-hop, the hip-hop culture, basically what I'm saying. Right. And part of that reason why is because of the character of Tony Montana. You know, Tony Montana right. represents that uh, that outlaw, that outlaw figure, which this is America. America love outlaws. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So yeah. Tony Montana is definitely one of the the uh, marquee fictional personalities when it comes to outlaws. You know, mm -hmm. uh, Tony Montana, a Cuban immigrant who really has an Americanized way of thinking. If if you really look at his character, look at his look at look at his motivations, look at some mm -hmm. of the things that he stands on, he is really more American than than uh than than some of the most American people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So uh with that, you know, um, like you had kind of mentioned earlier, it's a, it's a it's an eighties movie, so it, it touches on the, uh, the 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 decadence and the excess of what of America was, which was which was really a conversation in the eighties, a big conversation in the eighties, with shows mm -hmm. like Dallas, J.R. Ewing, Dynasty, you know, shows like that, celebrated mm -hmm. and brought a lot of attention to the the capitalist uh, nature of what really drives this country. Scarface right. is one of those movies, you know, and that's one thing I think you mentioned it before we went live that Oliver Stone was a writer it was i think he was a, a writer or was the writer of this mm -hmm. film oliver stone's career has, has primarily been made up of stories that, that show you the underbelly of america right particularly the money how the money was right and, and right. this is one of those movies man um so with with that um i'm gonna say i can understand why this movie didn't really get, get me attention when it first came out and mm -hmm. I'll just say because one reason why is the acting. The acting is questionable. And 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 you have to acknowledge the acting of the main character, the the yeah. the, the, the holder, the title holder of the of the of the film, uh Al Pacino Scarface. Al Pacino was a great it is a great actor. It was a great actor at that at that time when he made this. This definitely was not one of his best films. No. Um, but ironically, it's one of his most iconic, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so that, that's kind of how it works. But uh, 
I don't know what Cuban accent he's using in this movie. <laughs> I, I don't know of any Cuban accent that is remotely close to this. It, it's almost like it's yeah. a, it's a, um, and I, I want to be politically correct with the words I use with this one right here. So he, he yeah. sounds like he has a condition. Put it like that. He sounds like a Spanish yes. dude with a condition. All right. Mm-hmm. It, 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 I don't mm-hmm. hear a Cuban anything when I when I hear. Uh, I, I mean, his 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 friend. Uh, what was what was his, what was my man? His partner's name. Uh, um, was it oh Manny? My God. Uh, Manny. Yeah, Manny. Manny. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. he he sold me as a Cuban more than yes. than Al Pacino, Tony Montana. So yeah. That that's that's one reason why I can understand why people really didn't didn't grasp it because you didn't that accent didn't really take you into a place of drama. This, this is supposed to be an intense right. crime drama. Right. And that accent kind of was borderline. Is, is this black comedy? Is this, you know, like what what, what are we doing, Al? Like so, a mockery. Right, right. So yeah. it, it, um, it was problematic when it came to that. And, and I get that. Yeah. And I, the other yeah. thing that, that I think really pretty much, and this probably wasn't a fault of the movie, it was a product of his time. The music is awful in this movie. Though. It is. The music, the music is <laughs> every bit of the 1980s, um, yeah. and, and it doesn't age well when it comes to the music and the score right. of the film. Um, so yeah. those two elements right there pretty much uh, stalled the movie a little bit. But mm-hmm. like I said, I can understand the resurgence that it had because Tony Montana pretty much represents what a lot of Black men um, have, mm-hmm. have, have taken. As, as a course to get wealth, you know what I mean? The underworld, the drug world, um, the element of crime, you know? Right. That's, that's unfortunately mm-hmm. a lot of avenues that we as black men take. And we tend to be drawn to that, you know what I mean? Whether it's, at, at one point in time, cowboys was, was that, was that, you know what I'm saying? For, for the American mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. cinema personality or fictional personality, cowboys was, was was one element of that uh, stagecoach robbers and shit, you know. Yeah. So Tony Montana <laughs> was was um, was another version of the 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 anti-hero, and he's definitely the anti-hero in this movie. And I'll get into that a little bit. He's actually the yeah. villain. He, he, he's really not anything to be admired. Oh, not at all. Not not at all in this That's... movie. But it's it's, yeah. it's it's a movie that belongs to him. It's his movie, but essentially mm-hmm. it's not. And I'm I'm gonna touch on that in a minute, but just just yeah. kind of wrap up, you know, my introduction of it. Um, I'm gonna say it's definitely a classic. Um, I, I would consider it definitely one of Al Pacino's, you know, greatest movies. If definitely not one of his best performances, if that makes sense. Nah. You know yeah. I mean? like it's it's, it's yep. a good movie, great movie for him, great opportunity. The the the, the actual engine of, of yeah. what Scarface is. Was was great for him, and, and and only he could have played, you know. Yeah, yeah. He just didn't play it to an extent where the the role and the acting is stellar, or can be looked right. at as stellar. Definitely not like a Michael Corleone. Michael Corleone, that that character is timeless. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, can't go yeah. wrong. Uh, the the character he played in Heat, I forgot the detective name he played in Heat. Oh my God, that character, phenomenal character. Oh shit! No. Uh, he played Satan, Devil's Advocate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Devil's Advocate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
Tony Montana, yeah. uh, you know, if if hip hop didn't save that movie, we wouldn't be talking about Tony Montana the way we are. Not at all. You know, Not at all. Need to save that. So, um, yeah. The good of it, you know, what I mean, it's 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 it's, it's a little ahead of its time because because Oliver Stone has that ability to to tell you, like I said, the the, the darkness, the ugliness, the hypocrisy mm-hmm. of America. You know, he has that storytelling ability uh, to to translate that. You know, what I mean, so you definitely yeah. get the JFK type of Oliver Stone in the right. You see it, Brian De Palma, sure. Got to give it up to him. You know, what I mean, he's fantastic. You know, visual storytelling on his part. So that's yeah. that's the good. Uh, talent wise, I wish Al had made a different decision, made had a different motivation than whatever he had mm-hmm. for Cuba. Um, mm-hmm. That that's the ugly part of it. Um, and the bad, the bad of the movie would definitely be the, the music. The music is not the what the, the music. The music. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, it, it, the music does it. Work. It only worked in the club. It didn't work at in all. In those club scenes. I, I, I I'm saying, like, I like, don't think the music worked in no setting. For, for what they were doing, it to me, it worked a little better in the club. And that was it. And even, I mean, and look, and I, that's not even like a, a major hit at I that point. Like, it, it, it wasn't a bullseye. Was on in 83 or 80. No, they, I think the cocaine affected what people deemed as good music. That's good music. No, I agree with that. I, 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 I agree if, with that. If, if, if half the population wasn't coked the fuck out, I don't think a lot of that music would have would have really made the impact it did. I mean, <laughs> well, she's on fire. Like, that, yeah, the, 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 the baseless lyrics that, that they did. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was the music of the '80s was yeah mediocre. But nah. I mean, you could probably give me maybe. Three artists <laughs> in the eighties. Three artists in the eighties that actually made music in the eighties that you can stomach today. You could probably get three artists off the top of my Luther head. Vandros. Who? Luther. Absolutely. Luther was in the eighties. He was eighties, but nah. Wait, hold on. What? You I said there are three artists on. that you can say have had music today. That translated from the eighties into that oh. hold up today, music. Okay, and so my, you don't think Luther translates to today? No, not from the eighties. No, not eighties. Really? No, maybe, maybe, okay. maybe a couple songs, but no, okay. not, not a large body of work. Okay, Whitney Houston was in the eighties too, right? Whitney Houston came out in the late eighties. I, I would say only her first album. And not even the whole damn album really, really holds up. Like Michael Jackson, Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson goes definitely, of course. Come on, that that goes without saying. Um, I'm be completely honest. I don't know any white artists from the '80s off the top of my head. Well, you nobody white. I'm I'm just like I'm just because I, I know I started thinking about. I know, I know, but. Because I was while while I was watching this movie, I, I was trying to figure out some of the some of the artists that were that I was listening to, and I couldn't I couldn't pick up on any of them. Um, I didn't even care. Yeah, I didn't pick up on any of them. But my, those my are the three I can come up with. To cap that point, Michael yeah. Jackson, Prince, Prince for sure, and 
Okay, I'm going to say a three and a three A. All right, uh -huh. because it, because I can't lower this particular artist any anyway. But Michael Jackson, Prince, Rick James would be my solid three. Rick James. Yeah. All right, and then three A because I can't make him a four. He he's up there. Actually, I'm gonna put him at three. I'm gonna put Rick James as three A. Rick James is three A. That's Stevie perfectly Wonder. fine. Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder. Yes. Yeah. 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 Wonder. Yeah. All right. So no, I, yeah. Outside of those artists, you know what I mean? You don't have many artists that have catalogs that, that stand the test that of time. Carry. From the 80s. No, I agree. I agree. Now, with is anybody that, else uh, out there that, that, you can, that somebody in the audience can put, please let me know. But Michael Jackson. I can agree with that. And that's really thanks to Quincy Jones. A lot of that's thanks to Quincy Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Michael Jackson, yeah. Prince, Rick James, and then Stevie Wonder definitely is in there. They, they, those four artists have timeless music. You know, you're not, put, you're not putting Whitney in there. I can't put Whitney. Wow. Her first Bobby. album was a classic. You know, we getting into music now. Yeah. But <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I, but I'm just, I, 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 <laughs> but I can't, you know, listen to that entire album today and, okay. you know, find any, any real relevance. I mean, you know, look, Coke had a hell of a time in that in that time no, period. I don't, think, so, I don't think we had a Coke that with me in the 80s, though. I could be wrong. No, we didn't. Wait, 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 wait. I'm I'm pretty sure she probably wasn't strung out, but I don't think she just got started in the 90s, bro. Like, she got started with that before she met Bobby. So, like, that whole time period, like, to me, is, like, Early to mid '80s, that has to be. You, you That's Jersey. Be right. It's Jersey. Right. You're right. You it's Jersey. Right. I don't. Trust I me, don't. I got family that that were in it. So. <laughs> yeah, and she, she, she is a Jersey. You know. I don't know. Maybe yeah, maybe. yeah. But anyway, uh, so wrapping that point, um, but <clears throat> I enjoy Scarface. Always have Scarface is yeah. definitely one of my favorite movies. Um, and I got some observations of it that I'll give you a little later on. After I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you the call. But uh, okay. yeah, man, you know, Scarface is is definitely a, a great movie, a classic, and yeah. uh, I enjoy it, man. I enjoy it. I watch it probably maybe once every two years or something like that. This I think I watched it for this for this conversation. I gave it fresh eyes, so I got a couple yeah. of things about it that that I you know maybe could talk about based on my last viewing of it, but. Um, yeah, man, it's it's a classic story, man. It's a classic story. I got my I got my problems with it, but it's it's. A oh yeah, no, it's not it's not a flawless film at all. I think it's one of those movies that, again, and I think to be honest, if you're into filmmaking on whatever level, whether that is being a director, cinematographer, actor, editor, uh, you're talking about doing movie scores or whatever. I think when you're watching movies in general you can learn something from anything you're watching right. and i think this movie to be honest there's a lot of things you can learn from it whether it's good or bad one of the things i was honestly impressed by with it was some of the uh the shots that they took mm -hmm. with this because you're talking about 1983 you're not talking about you know modern day there were a lot of things that i couldn't even remember seeing in this movie watching it again uh, for for this conversation, I didn't remember some of these shots being in the movie, right? And it was 
actually impressive to 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 go back and see how you know especially like in the beginning of the movie where um where tony and i think his friend's name was angel were going up those uh stairs to get uh the uh to do that deal mm-hmm. in that uh motel room mm-hmm. the tracking from from the bottom of the stairs to the top was was really good right i thought i thought it was really good for, especially for that time to 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 track them and then stay on pace and all that phenomenal job but you know again the acting you know i, I talked about this earlier but i, I the <laughs> the acting itself is one of those things that um i pay attention to more so when i watch older movies and you can see the 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 evolution in whether it's uh um dialogue uh actual choreography fight choreography or you know whatever um dancing you can see the evolution from that time to now and how uh sharp how sharper it is um on all points for those different things now versus then but it wasn't looked at as lesser than back then it was just like this is just what what it is and it was actually still good which i thought was pretty interesting but the like for example the the guys i mean if you saw the beginning of the movie when they were in that um that um oh my god i what was it like that camp i don't want to give it the wrong name but it was like yeah, a, a camp they called it freedom something but it was pretty much like a uh, like a holding camp for the holding freedom. camp right like a yeah when when they were in when they were there and they were um going to they were rioting at that point and that guy was walking through trying to you know get away from all these prisoners the you saw some people that were um let me use my keyboard as an example but there were there were people that were um holding uh wooden you know like four by fours and they were literally just doing like uh I saw this old guy just like try to hit him in the back and he just went like this and it was very weird. It wasn't like like he wasn't even trying. It's just like he was just there for the day, right? He just got got paid, got got a free lunch and, and guys and guys money, right? Yeah. And it was different things like like that. You can see um the evolution with background actors from there to 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 now, where you know, well, outside of like Tyler Perry, but like there are background actors that are actually like acting, right? And actually, you know, performing properly. Um, and that was one thing I saw with this that was very interesting. Um, you know, there's a lot of inconsistencies, I think, with when it comes to um uh oh my god. Certain certain placements, right? It was um, you know, I think that that one scene where Tony and um uh what's his friend's name again? Manny. They were quitting working at that restaurant, right? And there was a guy that was in a telephone booth and then he 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 switched to uh I think it was like another shot he was over here and then as they're leaving he's back at the telephone booth type of thing. It was like those little inconsistencies that you don't really pick up on you know, a lot of times you can see a lot of those mistakes are just prevalent throughout the film, but it's still kind of like, it kind of gives it that a little bit of an edge, which I find kind of interesting with this, with this movie. Um, But I don't know, man, I think that again, like you said, I I can't speak more on, on the, what you just said, but you know, 
Al Pacino, I think he did a good job for for what he was to do. But that accent was garbage. That yeah, was it's, it's definitely one of the worst accents for for his, for it to be a role as as gigantic and iconic as it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it 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 doesn't hold down. It accent. doesn't at all. You know, it doesn't at all. Um, yeah, I, but I don't. I don't know, man. I think that he. Uh, I think compared to The Godfather, though, and I kind of wonder if this was had to do with directing or if it was just him with acting. Which Godfather came first, right? That was in the late seventies. Mm-hmm. So I almost wonder what the difference is for him because. His acting in The Godfather, to me, was was superior than than Scarface, I and I don't know if I want to attribute that to directing or if that's just him. You know what I'm saying? Or can you yeah, attribute? I think to that's both? the role he played, and I think you know, with actors, they have motivation um, that help inform their character and help inspire mm-hmm. their character. I that's mm-hmm. why I wouldn't really know what the hell his motivation was for this shooting. <laughs> that he was, he was doing because, like, you know, you don't hear Cubans who sound like, you, you know, what I mean, again, right, right, right. he was trying to articulate some type of mental illness that, that, yeah, that I, I wouldn't put that past the character that there was some type of illness going on. He was, him. would you, would you attribute it to him being high a lot? Because he seemed to be high a lot in this movie. I mean, definitely after he got to Florida, you know what I mean? Definitely after yeah. he got to, I mean, the first time you see him do coke is with uh, Elvira, Frank. Over right. There. You know what I mean? Right. Um, we really didn't have any reason to believe he was coked out before he got around the money and the, and the lifestyle that he found with Frank. So, yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, he, he's a killer. We knew that he was a killer. Um, yeah. Or in the Cuban army, um, it didn't mm-hmm. work out for him because he, he he's not he's anti-communist. He's not he's not he, <laughs> he, he's political. He, he's political with his shit. Yeah. He's not with the communists. So you know these are things we know of him from a character. We don't know a whole lot about his background, but you know I mean we get these these little these little snapshots that he was military. And he's not he's anti-communism. Mm-hmm. His father, he don't think much of his father, you know. So, so we, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't really have much that we know about him, you know. What I mean, to to really yeah. most of the character, but um, I don't know, man. Yeah, the the, the 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 accent was was it was a distraction throughout the whole movie. It was, it was, it was, and I I found myself putting the subtitles on a couple of times throughout this movie too, yeah, because. And it was mainly with his lines because I honestly could not decipher yeah, what he was saying at certain times. Yeah, it was not yeah. coherent. Yeah, yeah, not at all. But, not at all. You know, what? It's, it's a couple of things about this movie that I find very interesting, man. Um, and I and I kind of always have, right? The one thing about this movie that I will say that. You know, maybe some in the audience give me some pushback on, right? Maybe you can give me a little yeah. pushback on this. But essentially, yeah. on, on a Hollywood level, okay, on a Hollywood level, on a money-making level, 
this is Al Pacino and Goose. This is his view, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. from a storytelling point of view, if you look at the be- the, the, the undertone of the story, this is not Al Pacino's movie. You know what I mean? He, he, mm-hmm. he his, his, Al Pacino is supposed to be the, uh, what's the, what's it called? The, the titular character or some shit like that? The, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, but yeah. understand something though. He's not once referred to as Scarface, not one time in this movie. In the whole two, right. almost three hours of this movie, he's not <laughs> yeah. once referred to as Scarface. Right? Yeah. The closest you yeah. get to that is when the, uh, Immigrant guy asked him how to get that scar on his face eating pussy. He asked yeah. him to get the scar on his face from eating pussy. That's the, that's the most. And after that, you don't even hear the scar reference anymore. You right. barely even know if he has a scar on his face, really. And, and so, yeah, about most of his movies. So, I don't yeah. know why the hell Scarface is even <laughs> the representation <laughs> or the title of this movie. I, I get it, did, but I don't. Did you see the original Scarface? I I I, I know of it. I think I did see it, man, but it's old as hell. Yeah, so think, I've never seen it. I don't know if... I think it came out in the 30s or the 40s or something like 30s. that. 30s. I think it was the 30s, yeah. And that, that was... Because I actually didn't even know that this that this iteration of Scar- Scarface was a, re- a remake. I didn't know that until I think about like maybe like eight years ago um, well, that it was a remake. a remake, though, right? Right. Because right. the... The uh, original Scarface, the, the guy, he's a mobster, but he's mm-hmm. not, uh, he's not like Cuban or nothing. He's not foreign. Yeah, no, I think, I don't think he is. But I, 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 of course, I think it's around the same, this is a story around the same type of character, though. I don't and remember. I, think, I, don't, I do remember that the world is mine. Uh, for in, sure. In both movies. I do remember that. I saw, yeah. I saw the first one, but I don't remember a damn thing about it. Um, I never watched it, so I, I like I I do want to check that out just to see. But I wonder if Scarface was more so, you know, like if it was more the scar in his face was actually referenced more in that film than it is in this one. Actually, let me ask you because I was thinking about this too. Do you think that this movie would do well as a remake now? I do. I do. Who do you who do you think if, could if actually they, play Tony? Look, they can't. I don't think they should update it. I don't think they should do like what they did with Superfly, that god awful. Oh my god! Do with Superfly, like I, I wouldn't. And I think I forgot about that movie, man. Yeah, man. I think that's where a lot of filmmakers, well, a lot of Hollywood, you know, inspired filmmakers go left. They they try to completely modernize some of these stories instead of just. There's nothing wrong with a remake by keeping it in the same uh, time period. Period piece. Right. You know right. I mean, I, mean, I would like yeah, that makes sense. Let's just keep it, just keep it in the in the decade or the year it is. And just yeah. remake it. You know, you don't have to give it a two thousand new millennium, whatever the fuck, you know, gloss to it. <laughs> man. You know, I think that's yeah. what screwed up at. I think yeah. that these movies will come off a lot better to younger audiences, especially if they just keep them in the context in which they were told. There's nothing wrong with keeping it like just I mean, really, you could do a better job of recreating 1970 now than you could in 1970. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can do a better job yeah. of recreating 1980 than what they was doing when they recorded this movie in 1982. So, yeah. to answer your question, I definitely feel like it deserves a, it, it deserves a remake. But leave yeah. it right where it is. Don't try to make it a 2024 version of Scarface 
which I think right. is what they were trying to do. Um, they, <clears throat> took, they discussed it. And I think Rihanna was, was was attached to it, right? I think that, yeah. Yeah, they did discuss it. Uh, I think it was something. I think a lot of talks were happening like right before the pandemic. Yeah, I, I, I remember hearing that they were doing a Scarface remake, but I think they were talking about making it a, a, a today's version of Scarface. Right. I believe Rihanna was attached as uh, as Elvira. They had her attached. Yeah. So, who, who could you see playing Tony, Tony Montana today, though? I got three. And does it, does it necessarily need to be someone that is, well, I mean, obviously, Tony is Cuban in the film. But like you said, Al is Al's Italian. So does the story, let me ask you this, does the story need to be of a Cuban uh, uh, immigrant? Or does it, is it okay if they switch it? To to another immigrant, or you know, even just I, would, I, would, just I mean, I, I, there's nothing wrong with with using a little a little creative license, you know. Yeah. The only thing I wouldn't do, <clears throat> I wouldn't take it out of the decade that it was originally made. I agree with that. I, I agree with that. Way. I like that. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, yeah. Just like with uh, what my man, what, what did the great Denzel do with Fincher? You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Left the right where it was. Same thing. The same same concept. Um, yeah, it it'll be hard. I I actually like the idea of Rihanna attack, uh, as playing Elvira. I like that. I like. She would have been. She, she. Do you think she would still do that though? Like if they if they approached her for that, could you still see her doing that film? I mean, she she's done a movie. She she's. I I haven't seen her in Ocean's, whatever that Ocean's movie she did. That's the last yeah. film I think she did. So it seems that that she's still open to acting. I mean, if yeah. the money's right, I don't see why she wouldn't. Yeah, I I think I saw. I think she was in um, was in, uh, Bates Motel. Did you ever see that show? No, I heard about it. No, I didn't watch. That was phenomenal. It's an FX show. I think it was FX. Yeah, I think so. That was that was a really good show, and she she showed up in the final season of it, and the character was. If I'm not mistaken, I think it. I think the character uh, was like a rich type of character, or whatever. But I think El, I think her as Elvira would would go very well too. I would I love to see that. That would be that would actually be very interesting to see. <laughs> I, I like. <laughs> folks actually, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Works for me. Shit. Yeah, man. I, 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 Tony, I, you but know, Tony is harder. You think Timothy Chalamet could, could pull off a Cuban accent? No. You don't think so? <laughs> no. I see, and that's that's my that's my concern. You need right like here. a go-to white guy for everybody <laughs> right now. <laughs> that's my concern, man. I don't want. I don't want them to make the same mistake because if you're going to get a Cuban immigrant, if you're going to go the story of a Cuban immigrant, I think you get a Cuban actor. I don't know you necessarily need someone that we need to, that we that we know right now, right? I think if you if you start off with someone fresh, it it, it actually brings something a little different to the to the character. Mm-hmm. Still use Rihanna as El, as Elvira. You know, you, you definitely need someone that can that can attract, 
But I think if you got a fresh face to play Tony Montana, that would actually be really interesting to see how it would go. I agree. I would I, w- I would be intrigued by that. I think that that would be a very um lucrative thing to for them to do because if you're if you're going off someone that you that we already know, you know, like it, it's going to be kind of like hard if they if they mess up, it's going to be hard to see them, you know, being able to to it's going to be hard to watch the film and take them seriously throughout the film if they if they mess up early. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But if you got a fresh face, there's no one that we know does it act does the accent very well and does the, the and and acts very well i would i would i would love to see that i just don't know who that would be i'm i'm, I'm gonna play with that a little bit more but yeah I, I definitely i'm definitely up for scarface uh reimagine scarface the yeah. only thing that i wouldn't want to do i wouldn't want them to ever. I, 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 I i like that idea you have i like that idea the, the cold culture of the story would change. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, yeah. a, a lot of what motivates the original Scarface is the fact that it is the age, the cocaine age. Yes. You know what I'm saying? The, yeah. The age of yeah. decadence and all that. You know what I yeah. mean? Everything was big in the eighties. You know what I mean? Big powder, big hair. You know what I mean? Yeah. Big loud. <laughs> like everything was just big in the eighties. You know what I mean? Clothes were big. Yeah. yeah clothes. Everything I, was big. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I think it worked. It could work similar to Snowfall, right? Like Snowfall was, um, was like at the late '80s, early '90s period. It way into uh, to, no. Years, years, but... Wait, no, no, no. It never, it never I, came into. Oh, you didn't watch Snowfall. Watched, that I was. I got through the first season, but I didn't. Get okay, to, I didn't complete it. It's a phenomenal show. I, I think. The, I think the I think it was the fourth season was was kind of a hard watch a little bit. Really, like when John Singleton passed, it, it you could see the difference. Yeah, you could see the difference the difference of it. But they wrapped it up very well in the final season. Yeah. Um, it never came to modern day, but. It progressed through the late 80s, I thought, very well. I think they did a very good job of, 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 of showcasing that time period. So I think if they do it similar to that, I would agree. I think, I think it makes sense to, to, to keep it in that decade and do it as a remake that way. I would love to see that. Um, I'm not sure who you get to play Manny, right? But... I think whoever you get to play Manny and um, his sister Gina, I would be intrigued by that too. Yeah, I, I think Gina would be played. There's two actresses that, that can that can hold down Gina. Selena so Gomez, go. and you haven't really seen her in anything too too dark or too well. At least I have. I'm not saying she has done anything, but I haven't really seen her in nothing. In a heavy dramatic tone, yeah, you know, I think that could be a breakout yeah. story. Also, Zendaya, I agree with Zendaya, that. Man. Now you know what Zendaya would actually play do a really good job as as Elvira. She would do a good job as as her too. She would, but I would I would I, I would offer it. Still won't Rihanna. Yeah. No, I agree with you on that. But no, I, I agree. Zendaya would be great. Zendaya could do whatever um, she wants. 
for either either role. I I agree with that. She would she would do a great job with that role. Um, I I don't know, man. I think that they have to do something if they're gonna do a remake. I think the way you're talking about it makes the most sense to do it. Um, the movie it's the 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 eighty eighty three version though. I think. Um. Well, you tell me what what do you think was I know you hated the soundtrack, but what were like some of the redeeming qualities of it? Or the music? Or the yeah, music? I mean, not not of the music. Like, I know you you hated the music, but what were the redeeming qualities of the, of the of the film itself? Oh, there were some great performances in this movie, man. Uh, I'm gonna tell you a, a underrated. Okay, you know how they say there are no small role. There's there's no small roles. There's small actors or something like that. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, there is no such all small part. There's no such thing as a small part. It's a small action. The actor makes the part, right? Right. I'm gonna tell you a a, a a scene and some acting that goes really underrated in this movie, and that's Tony Montana's mama, man. That no. scene was powerful, bro. Like she 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 went to work with her. She, she did. Took a, she took a two hour in that scene. I don't she know did. who she is. We can look her name up. Um, I had it pulled up a second ago. I was just looking at it. Miriam Colon. Miriam Colon. Mama Montana. Mama Mama Montana. That's yeah. that's her name on it. Uh, Miriam Colon. She for those what five minutes she's in this movie. Yeah. She 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 kills it, man. She dominates. She does. She dominates. She does. Um, that's the only t- to see. I don't know that that that's probably one scene in the movie that every black man should be able to really relate to, right? Oh yeah. That oh, no matter yeah. how tough you are, no matter how much of a killer you are, when your mom is getting in your ass, you know what I mean? You you you. It does not matter. You a bitch. You chill out and you yeah. take that shit, right? <laughs> you take that shit, right? Because yeah, his mom yeah. was eating his ass up. And oh, he actually has two scenes. We know uh, one one. One scene with one when he first shows up, and then I think he goes to look for his sister. Yeah, yeah. He goes to the house and, and he pretty much gets cussed out again. But um, yeah, some of the best performances, standout performances in here, have to be uh, that one right there. That's one right there, moment mm-hmm. And uh, the other guy uh, who played uh, Omar, F. Murray, oh, yeah. who is a Legendary actor. I think he's dead now. But he's a legendary actor. Yeah. He held it down, man. He was good. No, he was. He was good. He was. Um, I think one of my favorite scenes was when was when uh, Sosa realized that he was a agent, an FBI informant. Yeah. He was an informant. Yeah. And uh he told him to you, know, you go ahead, which I wouldn't have went nowhere without without Nope. <laughs> like, no, I'm gonna eat lunch with y'all. I'm gonna chill yeah. with y'all. What you talking about? Yeah, we but, came together, we leave together. Yeah, like, we came together, we're keeping together. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that to me was actually one of the funniest scenes in the movie. Because <laughs> you could tell, yeah. I was like, man, I'm glad you killed that motherfucker. I've been wanting to kill him since I met his ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like him, 
I didn't give a fuck about yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, like, yeah. And you used to work together, right? So uh, we yeah. had coworkers we wish that would have got rid of like that. Like, I, I don't give a damn how you get rid of this motherfucker. Just get rid of him. You know? I'm glad he's gone. Type. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cold, about, three, about three of them popped in my mind. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so for Tony, Tony, I was for Tony was like, man, I'm just fuck him. Shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but no, he he was he was he was good, man. He he was very uh, very very uh, I guess uh, I don't want to say forceful, but he engaged well against. He played yeah. well against uh, for sure. Uh, well, see, I I I thought. I actually felt his frustration. Like what you're talking about with with his mom as well. Those are the two times that you can you can like you can feel the character's frustration with Tony. Mm-hmm. Right? It it was it was very it was very potent. And I actually actually you know what the third one was Gina too. Because you can feel that too. Like talking how, about how frustrated. Everybody stood up to him. Everybody stood up to Every, him. Everybody was tired of 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 yeah. him. Like it was like it just got to a point where everybody was just like, "Yo," and it just, just telling him off, like you you are you doing too much, bro. Like man, yeah, calls, your wife is right. You are. Asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's 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 interesting. Um, their their relationship was interesting because Manny was was loyal to him probably too loyal you think uh i'm not gonna lie i did feel tony on one thing i said dude you're a little too goddamn relaxed when it comes to my security yeah <laughs> yeah nah. you know, that, that's the only damn thing i felt tony on i said motherfucker don't you know like people tried to kill me just yeah, a, a little yeah. while ago like I'm really yep. a threat out here, and you just oh Tony, come on Tony, you're they're like dude, yeah, damn truck, and he wasn't wrong. He uh, wasn't wrong. He wasn't, he wasn't no, he wrong. Wasn't, he wasn't wrong. And, and the thing about like I felt him on that, but the way I also he tried felt him to on the escape whole. it was not realistic. So I get what he was saying, like dude, yeah. you're putting out a lot of money for security, yeah. but the reasoning made sense. Like it helps me sleep at night. Like this shit, right. this is a peace of mind for me when it really wasn't. Yeah. But you can understand yeah. that he was at least trying to buy right. himself some security in a world where there really is no security. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that was interesting. But I did feel Tony on that. Like, dude, you're a little too goddamn relaxed when it comes to my security. I, 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 I felt Tony. I felt that. But he was Tony right. That. Most of what he was he saying. He was right. Was, most of no, what but, yeah. But I felt him on that. And also when he said, he told him, like, when he uh, first first saw Gina when when Manny first saw Gina and and Tony oh, got in the car and he was like man your sister's beautiful and, hey man <laughs> I felt that so I felt that to my core bro yeah. I felt that to my core because you know you know when you have a, a, a sister I get it. I get it. <laughs> and people people like when you have boys that you, you you know like you've you've known them to always do everything right then it's just like like you you know how I feel about my sister. I, I get it. You know bro. what I'm saying? You know how I feel about my sister. I so know. like I know. I it's know. it's happened like that mess happened when we were we were in high school, that mess happened, bro. 
So it was like that that whole thing right there, like I, that that scene reminded me of high school. <laughs> that specific scene reminded me of high school. So I was like, you know what? I, I like he. I felt him on those two points, but everything else, Manny was completely correct. Well, and I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to ask you a question. Go ahead. No, no, I was just like, he was just completely correct. But I think also toward the end as well, just not telling him that he was actually dating his sister. Like yeah. that was also, that was also bad. You should have said something, right? Like if you're dating a, a, your friend's sister, you need to talk to them. Or if you're yeah. interested, you need to talk to them. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a conversation you have man to man. And, and you know this man, man, you know this man is, is a That's what I'm saying. Man. He's a killer. Why, yeah. why would you push that? Yeah. Wow, he's, he's a, a coked out killer. That yes, that that's he the problem. Like you, so you, you played with your own life by doing yeah, that. You know what I'm saying? But let me I, ask that, you this, man. I'm gonna go there with you. Yeah. Do you think? Because this, in, in the end, and, and of course, you know, if y'all haven't seen this, man, go go stop the movie because we got spoilers in this. But <laughs> in the end, you know, for a 35 year old movie, whatever, some yeah. year old movie. Um, <laughs> You know, you know his sister dies at the end. She 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 loses her life um, right before Tony gets killed, right? But she, do you think she was? She snapped, huh? She snapped. She snapped. Okay, but this is my question though. This is where I'm going with this. Yeah. While she before while she was shooting at her while she was shooting at Tony, she was pretty much telling him, you know, come on, you 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 won't let me have nobody else. You fuck. You, you come in fuck, right? Mm-hmm. Do you really feel that she, is that what she recognized in him, that you want some incest shit going on with me? Do you think that was legitimate, or do you think she was just flipping out and talking out of her ass? I think she was just flipping out, bro, because honestly, I don't... You saw how far he went. Like, there's a difference between being an overte- overprotective brother and doing too much. Like, Tony did way too much. Like, he overstepped his bounds. Like, I get it. She's your sister. At the same time, she's an adult. You can't, you can't, like, tell her who she is. When she was coked out in the toilet, getting ready to get knocked off in the toilet? Is that, (laughs) is that that where he crossed the line at? Okay. All right. So, so hear me out. Hear me out. Yes and no, okay? Because because <laughs> look at this. Did he not give her money and tell her, go live your life? That's what he said. Go have fun. That's only include getting coached out and knocked off in the toilet. I, I get that, but she knew, you know, where his money came from, right? If she knew that, and he knows she knows this, you cannot get mad at her. Like, think about what he was doing all the way through that film. Think about all the things he was doing. Now, look at her from her perspective. Like, okay, you're doing this. You're giving me this money. I can go out and have fun too. She's an adult. Do I, like, do I agree with that? No. But you, you like, I get it as an overprotective brother. But here's the thing, he wasn't even in her life. That's not that that wasn't overprotection. In that scene, that wasn't he wasn't 
He what he had just came back. He just came back. It don't matter. He just came back. If I see no. my sister powdered up going to the bathroom, <laughs> I'm coming to get my sister out of there too. No, 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 me so too. Me too. No, me too. I'm but here's the same is, overreacting bullshit. I'm gonna do the same. But shit. this is the thing. He had not seen her in years, right? Yeah, we did that. It had been over five years, I think they said. Right. So it's like you don't even like who's to say if you were still gone, she wasn't doing that anyway. You see what I'm saying? Like, we don't know. We don't know. No, she said she was in cosmetology school. She said that she was going to community college. You know what yeah. I mean? She was she was doing you're talking, but you're talking about a young woman in Miami in the 80s, bro. <clears throat> if she was willing to do that at that point, like run into the bathroom with that guy at that point, it's not far-fetched that she wasn't doing something like that beforehand. She told him, like, she even told him after he busted in there, like, I can do whatever I want. Yeah, yeah. I'm did. an adult. And I, I can smoke what I want to smoke. I can do whatever I want to do. And yeah, she technically was correct. Funny, I'm going to fucking. <laughs> Look, I, my, my point is, she, like, it, it, it's, it's, it's overstepping at that point because he wasn't that kind of figure in her life. Right, like he had been gone, wasn't talk, wasn't communicating, like wasn't even communicating. Like if you're if you're communicating, that's different. Like if you're just not in the same state, you know, he's in jail or whatever. Like they weren't even communicating; they didn't even know each other. So that's like that's like that's like a stranger at that point. You're not talking about your little sister. You're talking about someone you know that you're related to. You know what I'm saying? They weren't even they weren't even like that. So that's what I'm saying. Like to me, that was kind of it was kind of odd that he just jumped into this big brother role all of a sudden now you want to be protective of her and then he really went over bounds by trying to snatch her from this house right and then you see what happens because he's out of his mind on drugs you see where he went at the end of the movie and it was like you know again Manny should have said something from the jump but because he kept it a secret, and that's how he found out, you get taken out. Yeah. Like I, I, like it's, it's just, it's, it's, an, it's a series of unfortunate events. That's how I look at it. And none of that stuff needed to happen, like at all. None of it needed to happen. But I don't know, man. I think I, I just Tony just went way overboard. He just went. He lost it. He completely lost it for no reason. I, I think that was one of the one of the uh, more genuine uh, parts of the movie, showing somebody showing the, the instability that you right, get right, right, right. When, you, when you're mm-hmm. going that direction, you know, what I mean, particularly yeah. with that narcotic, man, as our term calls it, that narcotic. You know, yeah. when, you, when, you, <laughs> when, you yeah. get, when you get into that narcotic like that, man, you know, your faculties are all over the Way place. Off. You have any at all? You know, mm-hmm. so he, he captured that. Um, oh no, he did. That's that was his best performance in the movie to me. When was was, at, up, was up, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Sober, sober Tony made no sense to me, but no, but, not at all. No, but high Tony. Second half of the movie though, he's pretty much 
I'll probably oh every every scene every scene yeah. you see the mound on his desk like it's just <laughs> I, like when I first, I first saw how take that whole thing and we and he started separating the lines with his hands it was like yeah. No, how much are you doing, man? man this so, was gone, man. I mean, that's he that's was what gone. Called binge. That's what yeah, he called he, a coke binge, man. Like he 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 almost made coke was, was fun. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. If I wasn't yeah, right. if I wasn't the one exposed to the the severe ramifications of what coke can do, and I was, you know, yeah, you know, I would say, shit, that looks like a great time. Yeah. <laughs> but check it though. Yeah. Check it though. So uh, you talked about acting talent. I definitely got to give it up to uh, to uh, the sister, though, Gina. Oh, for sure. No, Gina, Gina did a phenomenal Gina, job. Gina, Gina phenomenal was, job. Was was a great talent. Um, but but I'm gonna tell you this though, and, and I'm gonna close my point on this, like because this to me is 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 the uh, pretty much the, the making of the whole movie, right? Mm-hmm. Um. I said earlier that Hollywood pretty much gave this movie the opportunity. It's out on a, on a Hollywood level, a surface level. This movie belongs to Al Pacino, right? It's it's yeah. he hit Scarface. But I'm gonna tell you the much more interesting story and who this movie rightfully belongs to is Sosa. Oh yeah, it's Sosa's movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you really have yeah. a movie without Sosa. If you really, yeah. if you really look at it from uh, just a broader perspective, you know what I mean. Just outside mm-hmm. of the, the 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 script and the, yeah. the movie, the Hollywood shit that come with the movie. Just look at the story, mm-hmm. man. It's pretty much Sosa that is funding Frank. Frank is the one that 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 was responsible, you know, for. Uh, Tony even being set up in Miami, you know what I mean? Right. Because Tony, that's what he did the hit for. Tony wanted uh, Frank wanted to get the dude, uh, the Cuban diplomat who uh, Castro cast out. Tony wanted, mm-hmm. uh, me, Frank wanted to get him knocked off because of whatever he did to his brother, right? Uh, right. But eventually, Frank was working for for a mo- for the most part for a very dominant part. He was working for Sosa. Uh, right. So, so it was Sosa. It was Sosa's work. Sosa's pretty much was the, was the, was the, was the, was the, was the plug. Uh, mm-hmm. Sosa was the one that was able to pick out the informant in Frank's organization. Sosa was the one that Tony ended up actually uh, hustling for, working for, and, mm-hmm. and being the Miami plug for. I mean, so it was uh, Sosa was the one who killed Tony. He was the only one that was capable of killing Tony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sosa yeah. was the one that warned Tony in the beginning, like. I'm not the dude you want to fuck over. Yo, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's true. Sosa's movie, bro. In, in all yeah. actuality, this was Sosa's movie. I and never it, even thought about it like that. Yeah, this was, I mean, yeah. so the villain really was, was uh, Tony. Tony to, to yes. Sosa. You know what I mean? Yes. Tony himself was not, and like I said, Tony is the main character. Mm. But there's there's not there's not much depth to Tony Montana. You see right. what I'm saying? You don't know much about yeah. his background. Um, outside outside the fact that he was Cuban military, I guess he went AWOL, and he was an assassin in prison. So you 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 got tidbits to who he was, but you don't really know who the hell he is. You know what I mean? He's yeah. irrational. 
and most of the time he's very irrational. Um, the only real talent this dude has is what the dude recognized in him when they first linked up with him to give him a job. The two, the two guys that worked with Frank. And yeah. when he was when the when the informant was shitting on Tony, you know what I mean? It was the other guy who was like, hold on, man, wait a minute. This dude here, you know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, he, he got balls. You can use him. And that's really mm-hmm. the extent of what you have yeah. in Montana. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if he had stayed in that lane of being a, a, a goal, pretty much, you know what I mean, being muscle, you know, being being that type of dude, he probably would have did better in the game. He probably would have, you know, but it's when he stepped and, and doing better, I mean, whatever you can do better with when it comes to, right. you know, yeah. cartel narcotics. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, <laughs> when you talk about what, 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 where he went wrong as far as the story is when he wanted mm-hmm. to be the boss. You know what I mean? Yeah. He had some good ideas, but he yeah. definitely wasn't suitable to be the boss. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's, that's I think that's the problem too. A lot of people, a lot of people try to, they try to be the leader when they need to just support. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I right. think that's, I think that's the, the, the best way to sum this movie up is that that's what Tony was. Tony is someone that that had a lot of great ideas, but he never had the ability to flesh those ideas through a support system. Well, like, he knew the streets. He knew, yeah. He yeah. knew the streets. He yeah. knew the value of what the cult, you know what I mean, could, could translate into in the streets. Right. And right. he was right about that, you know what I mean? Yeah. But as yeah. far as executing that shit, you know what Execution I mean? Execution is big. I, I don't I don't think he was he was, you know, he I mean that was Sosa. Sosa yeah. was the one that was, you know, living living the, the life and you know what I mean, pretty much had the, the protection and, mm-hmm. and created, created the uh environment. Like to me, this was Sosa's movie. This movie would have been a lot that. more interesting if we saw it from Sosa's perspective. Sosa's perspective. You yeah. know what I mean? A little bit more than we did from from Tony Montana's perspective. And yeah. that's for free, okay? Because that right there is a multi-million dollar idea. That I really no, I agree. Say on this show. I want yeah. to tell you that personally, because but I said, you know what, fuck it. If Netflix picks up on this, then we got this shit date stamp that it came from just first. Is that yeah. if you yeah. really forget the remake. This is why I want to go. This is why I want to say it's towards the end. I like that. Forget the the, the, the Tony Montana remake. It's cool, but it's too cliche. For, for right yeah. now, you know what I'm saying? The real story is, I think it will work good in a series, in a, in a limited a series. A limited series. Sosa, to tell the shit yep. from Sosa's point of view. You see yep. what I'm saying? And incorporate Tony Montana into Sosa's story. Yeah. You got a much better story. I agree with that. I agree with that. Story. I like that idea. This always was Sosa's movie. Sosa was really the, was really the gangster in this movie. The smart, yeah. you know, so yeah. that that would be my idea. The Netflix, Hulu, and I want I want some off this shit, man. Y'all gonna have to give me a. a hey man. But, hey, look, uh, we'll, we'll show, we'll show. Yeah, yeah. This, this already <laughs> been constant. You can't run. Too yeah, far from it, but yeah. Tell the story from Sosa's point of view. You got a much better story. Uh, because Tony Montana was a, was a was a up and down character. I mean, he was a he was a misfit. He was he shallow. Was he was. He was a little shallow. He had a moral streak to him. I will say yeah. that. 
He did have yeah. a moral, a moral, a moral compass to him. But for yeah. the most part, he's a sociopath. You know what I mean? He was, yeah. There, there was nothing too deep about him other than that. Right. And Sosa was a, was a lot more layered. Excuse me. Those few scenes that we saw of Sosa, mm-hmm. man, were really better than, than most scenes that we did with, with Tony and everybody else. But the scenes with Tony and Sosa, to me, outweighed the scenes with Tony and everybody else. Even the phone calls. I agree with that. Even I agree Sosa, with that. Even the phone calls, man. Um, yeah. I don't know. It was, to me, it was Sosa's movie. Tony Montana yeah. was just, or Scarface, like I said, I don't even know why Scarface, it, it didn't even have to be, you know, like, they, don't even, they don't call him Scarface at all in this damn movie. They don't yeah. Know. Yeah. That's not his identity at all. So, not at all. I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, like you said, I do know there was an old school 1940s version of Scarface that Brian De Palma could have been playing off of. I don't know. But like I said, it yeah. was unnecessary for the movie to be called Scarface. They didn't even have to acknowledge the scar on his face. There's nobody acknowledged the damn scar on his face except nope. for that one scene in the beginning of the movie. So, yeah. again, Hollywood steps in and tends to take the story to bullshit levels. But mm-hmm. if you really boil this story down to where it really means something, really what's important, right? The characters, mm-hmm. the, 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 the story, um, the acting, it really boils down to Sosa. This was Sosa's movie. You don't have a movie without Sosa. Yeah. You see yeah. what I'm saying? I never thought about it like that, man. That, yeah. that 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 makes a ton of sense. That makes a ton of sense. All right. So uh what would you what I mean I guess I can I can I can guess it, but what, what would your uh rating one through five be for this movie? One through five? Yeah. I'm gonna give Scarface a strong four. Four. No good a five. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to be in the same space. Scarface, like I said, Scarface didn't endure the test of time. Scarface just got reinvented. You know, the interest in it got reinvented thanks to black hip hop culture. So, you know, it's not, it's a classic, but it's a different type of classic. It's not a Godfather classic. No, 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 no. More of a uh, Dolomite type classic. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I, I'll put it in that yeah. category. So I'll give it a strong. Four. I like that. What about you? Said yeah. I give it a four as well, man. I think I think it was it was a good movie, but like you said, there were things that you know. Everything we discussed. That's why I can't give it a, a give it a five. You know the, yeah. the the negative aspects of it. Um, but it's still a, a really a really good movie that I think everybody should watch. Um, at least once. My dad completely ruined it for me as I was buying it. So I went to go buy this movie on DVD when Blockbuster was was uh, was closing. Blockbuster, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you just aged the hell out of yourself, just dude. I know, I know, I know, I know. Uh, <laughs> but I had I had seen it and it was a limited edition version of it, and I was like, oh, I had, I've never seen it before. And he went with me this day. And he was like, so what are you getting out of here? Uh, we were walking into the store. And he goes, what are you getting out of here? And I said, like, I know it's Star- Scar- Scarface. I've never seen a movie. He said, oh, yeah, man. You know, the end. And he starts saying, X- X- I say, yo. <laughs> I just told you I had never seen this movie. He said, well, it's not my fault. It's been out 30 plus years. 
I say, yeah. yeah, but you know, you'd never, we grew up in church, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think I was ever going to watch Scarface? <laughs> So in church, first Scarface experience. I said, God, dog. All right, I, but I bought it. I watched it. Knew what was gonna happen at the end, but still loved it. Um, I got a Scarface poster. You know, I, I, it's not up yet because we we're just moving to a new place. But um, uh, I got a Scarface poster. Love the movie. I, 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 there are a lot of things again you can learn from it as a filmmaker. I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that you can definitely learn from this. And and um I I picked up on a lot of those things where like if, if hey look, if you and I ever get back behind the camera, man, if yeah, we, we ever will. do that again, I, I'm 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 looking for, I I will look forward to to what, what could take place, you know, because mm-hmm. we, we we've we've studied a lot of movies and shows and right. I, I retired from from filmmaking as as a cinematographer um but i i'm itching to get back and do uh, do some yeah. editing i i've i've been wanting to edit for i mean i'm editing for this show and, and you know other other projects but like for a movie I, I would that's that's one thing i want to knock off my bucket list if i if i can edit on on a feature film i'd be i'd be i'd be happy with that so yeah. We gotta do something again, man. I think yeah, I think it's long overdue. It's been we'll talk off the grid, but yeah, man. That, that's it's it's been away, yeah, I mean, it's yeah, been, it's been like you don't go nowhere. You know, what I'm saying? not at all, not at all. You can take some time away, but it doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> most definitely. I enjoy this one, bro. Yes, sir. Most definitely, bro. And I'm, I'm glad we were able to sit down and discuss it. Um, before we get out of here, uh, if you want to give your socials, please. Uh, let people know where they can find you and what you've been up to. What you're up to these days? Oh uh, man, like I'm, I'm. Uh, not much has changed. Like I said, I'm. Uh, uh, life's been lifey, man. The things, things are, yeah. are, are, are balancing out. Uh, that pandemic was no joke. You know, not at all. 2020, so we're three years outside of it. And yeah. I'm, I'm one of those people that's just now, you know, what I mean, catching my balance from. from yeah. What 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 that came with, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I yeah. think the year before the pandemic was when I lost my dad. So uh, right. You know, I, I don't think I did a show since my dad passed. I don't think I've been back on it. I think no, I think we did record. I might. I think we recorded one at, once after that. Once after that, okay, all right. Well, I think so. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you know that that came with with. Uh, with, with, his, with his level of challenges, but man, uh, the most high is, is, is definitely good. You know, I've uh, taken uh, steps to reconnect with my spirituality, you know what I mean? So I, I walk more of a, a, a Islamic path now. Um, hence, you know, my I've, I've taken on my father's name. Um, yeah, yeah. Rahman. I took on my father's name early part of this year. So speaking of social, that's my, that's my social now. If anybody want to reconnect with me on Instagram, uh, is Abdul A B D U L underscore or excuse me, uh, D underscore Abdul underscore uh, Ali Rahman A L I R A H M A N, and um, you know I me. Mean, if anybody you know wants to look up with me on there, then you can still also find me under my my uh, my work name Chris Ali. So um, most definitely. But other than that, man, you know um, it's it's it's. It's all the same, man. I'm on Instagram, no Facebook. 
And uh, yeah. you, you can follow me around here, man. Like I'm coming, I'm coming back around. Yeah, getting yes, sir. OTS fold. So this, this is not, this will not be yes, my sir. last, my last podcast. Not at all. Not at all, man. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm back in the neighborhood. Man. Yeah, it's good. It's good to see, you, man. I think, I think this is, uh, this is one of those, um, uh, uh connections that can never be broken, right? So, like, right, anytime right. we we discuss, but see, I think, like, people that even listen to No Chase Home Society, like, you you know, like, we when we ever every time we talk, we have these long um vivid discussions about the project that we're talking about even other projects that that weren't on the docket right but right. um they're great conversations um this is what we used to do at work all the time all the time <laughs> i all think people time. just now you know all they're able to do is just actually like listen in on the actual conversation um right. rolling those <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, yeah, Derek, low 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 remembers like you know like like those two know but you know um i think that this is this is long overdue and i'm I'm glad to to get you back on here man i think it's been it's been it's been a while but you know minute, definitely man, but like I said, I'm, I'm glad definitely yes sir yes sir yes sir um it's great to have you back man not at all not at all not at all uh, and you can follow me at Derek underscore OTS. That's D-E-R-R-I-C-K, the black way to spell it. Um, but most importantly, follow the brand. <laughs> follow the brand uh, at OTS Media Co. All social media platforms, OTS Media on YouTube. Uh, again, hit that like button, subscribe, hit that notification bell. Um, I, I know you guys have seen me uh, take a break from a lot of the things um, that I was doing. Um, but you know, I'm slowly getting back into, into the fold of things as well. So you'll be seeing a little more, uh, as, as time goes on. Um, I, but you know, again, uh, we will, we, we're glad you guys are able to watch this or listen to it wherever you've, uh, tuned in from and be on the lookout for the next episode. We'll catch you guys then. Peace. Yeah.